The Dental Practice Fixers podcast is brought to you by the Maddow Center for Dental Practice Success. To find out how we can help increase the success of your practice, check out maddow.com or call us at 1-800-258-0060. Health Organization comes out with a report saying it's not safe to go to the dentist. Have your patients seen this? Have they been asking you about it? What should we do about this? Well, we're going to talk about that and a lot more on today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Hey, I am your host today, Dr. Richard Maddow, and it is just fantastic to be here. Thanks so much, everybody, for being with us. Um, Dr. Dave's still taking a little bit of a break, and I don't have a guest co-host today, so it's just me, and I've got some fantastic stuff, so stay tuned. Please, before we get to that, I just want to remind you that you should be saving thousands of dollars every year in your dental practice by not paying that nasty overage fee every time a patient takes out a charge card. Just think about it. You do a procedure. The patient pays for it. They use a credit card, which is great because you get the money right away, and you've got to pay a little fee for doing it. That's totally normal. But your credit card processor is charging you a percentage over and above that. Why should you be paying that? Stop doing that right now. Use Fat Merchant for your credit card processing where you do not pay an overage percentage every time someone makes a charge, just a low monthly fee. It's the only way to go. So go to maddo.com slash save, M-A-D-O-W.com slash S-A-V-E, and find out how you can start saving right away on your credit card processing fees. And if you're like most dentists who are using it, you'll save thousands, if not tens of thousands, every year. And the, the change is seamless, it's easy, and you'll love working with fat merchants. So just do it right now. Okay. Um, it usually takes us about a week to process these podcasts and get them out to you. And normally it's not much of a factor, but since news moves so quickly these days, I just want to tell you that right now as I'm recording this, it is Friday, August 14th. You'll probably be hearing this about a week later. Why am I telling you that? Well, yesterday, Thursday, August 13th, my phone rings at like 7.30 in the morning. It's my mom in a total panic, my 85-year-old mom who is super cool and totally up on the news. She says, Rich, I was just watching Good Morning Miss America, and I saw that they're saying it's not safe to go to the dentist. What should you do? What's going on? This is horrible. And my first thought was, who the heck still watches Good Morning America? I don't know. But anyway, she's referring, of course, to this report that just came out by the World Health Organization. And they did pretty much say in very clear terms that you should only see the dentist for emergency treatment. You shouldn't be doing um, routine treatment, including your preventive dental visits. Well, I know that most of us in the U.S. don't agree with that, but it's the World Health Organization. And when they say it, of course, people are going to take this pretty seriously. So what do we do? Is this the end of the world? Are our patients all going to stop coming in? How do we react when patients bring this up to us? So let's talk about that on today's episode of the Dental Practice Fixers. It kind of reminded me of way back when, some of you listeners might remember this, 1997, Reader's Digest magazine, which I believe at the time was the most widely read magazine, if you want to call it a magazine, magazine in the U.S. 
millions and millions, tens of millions of readers. It was on newsstands everywhere. So even if you didn't read it, people saw this cover story on newsstands. And I remember it so clearly. It said, exclusive investigation, how dentists rip us off. And Reader's Digest published this scathing article about how dentists are money-grubbing rip-off artists. I mean, it was a horrible article. I think they sent the same patient to multiple dentists. And some dentist said, you didn't need anything. You just need a cleaning, maybe a filling or two. All the way up to some dentist somewhere who was prescribing a $30,000 treatment plan. Now, this is really confusing to the public, how the same patient can go to one dentist and be told everything's okay, then another dentist says you need $30,000 worth of treatment. So it was a horrifying article. And they they really didn't give us a break. They they painted all dentists as rip-off artists. And this sent a shockwave through the dental community. Everybody was asking, how do we respond to the Reader's Digest article? What do we do? And people went into this defensive mode and um, sent out newsletters to their patients, and it was just horrific. But when it came down to it, this horrible article didn't really have much of an effect on dental practices. We found it was pretty rare that a patient would come in and say, I read that article in Reader's Digest, cancel my appointment, you're all a bunch of rip-off artists. It just didn't have the effect that so many dentists were worried about. So, I don't know, it's hard to say. I would even guess that in, in the different environment of 1997, this article reached as many, if not more, consumers than the World Health Organization coming out and saying um, it's not safe to go to the dentist. You know, news sources these days are just so scattered. And instead of being there being a couple um, news sources that seem to reach everyone, like Reader's Digest in those days, so many people get their news from such a wide variety of news organizations and sources. I mean, anywhere from traditional newspapers, um, the TV show like my mom watched, network news, all the way to niche programming, cable news, um, completely fake feeds on Facebook and Twitter, of course. Jeez, it's, it's, it's so, um, so like unregulated and so diverse where we get our news sources. Now, of course, it's a lot different because a dentist ripping you off is one thing. Going when it's unsafe and, and possibly getting a deadly illness from the dentist, well, that's a completely uh, different thing, of course. So there is certainly need for some worry and concern that the World Health Organization has come out and said, don't go to the dentist. Now, this happened about a week ago. So I'd love to know what your experiences are. Has this been a factor in your practice? Have people canceled? Have they no-showed? Have they called and asked you if this report is accurate. And again, uh, as I'm recording this, this just happened a day or two ago, and already a few dentists have reported to me that, yes, a patient or two has brought it up, somebody has canceled um, or, or moved their appointment, but in general, it hasn't been that much of a factor. Even so, we need to know how to, how to respond. What do we do when a patient says to us, hey, I want to cancel my appointment because the World Health Organization said don't go to the dentist? Or when they call or look at us in the eye in person and say, hey, what do you think of this report? So it is really important. How do we respond to a patient asking this question? And again, just like the Reader's Digest thing, my prediction is, and from what I've seen so far, yes, some people have heard it. Is it making a huge ripple in our practices? Probably not. But it's always good to have an answer when somebody asks, or even when somebody insinuates they don't feel safe to go to the dentist, or even if they don't bring up the World Health Organization, but they just say to you in general, 
Is it safe to go to the dentist? I'm hearing all kinds of things. So rule number one, and this is very similar to when a patient comes in and they need some treatment, very typically periodontal therapy, scaling and root planing, but it can be other things, crowns, implants, whatever. And they say, well, my last dentist never told me I needed that. The number one rule is don't debate what the last dentist said. It's a losing proposition. So it's the same thing here. You're, don't get into a debate about what the World Health Organization said. If your opinion is that you don't think that's you know a good study or whatever, don't say it. Don't knock the WHO. I mean, obviously, this is a huge organization, good reputation, very well thought of. And you're just going to face a losing battle if you say, oh, that article is bullshit. Or, you know, I don't put much credence in the world. I don't agree with the World Health Organization. It's not going to make you look good. And again, you're going down a path that you don't need to go down. So to me, if a patient asks about it, instead of saying something like that was a flawed study, I don't agree with that, just go right past that. Just launch immediately into why you feel your practice is safe. So patient says, oh, I, I saw on TV or I read in the newspaper, it's not safe to go to the dentist, according to the World Health Organization. Just launch into the reason why it is safe. It's just immediately say something like, well, at this practice, we have always gone way beyond what the CDC and what the American Dental Association recommend. We are using top-notch protective equipment. As you can see, you know, everybody's in gowns, face shields, masks. Even our administrative people at the front desk are wearing masks. Um, we don't let people wait in our reception room. We make sure that people's paths don't cross. Uh, we take your temperature. We've got um, hand sanitation gel at many stations over the office. We are going way above and beyond. We're taking this to the extreme to keep you healthy. You know, I've heard a lot of people say we're doing to keep us healthy. And let's face it, that's certainly a big part of it. But the patient wants to know, what are you doing to keep me healthy? So tell them everything you're doing and reinforce, we're doing this to keep you healthy. Um, we all come here as patients. Our family members have been in. That certainly wouldn't be the case if we didn't feel it was safe. As a matter of fact, we're not aware of COVID being transmitted in the dental practice anywhere in the U.S. as of now. So make your case. Tell them why it's safe in your office. Don't debate the World Health Organization and get the appointment made. So some people have said, um, should we send a mass email to our patient base letting them know that we're fully aware of this World Health Organization recommendation, but we feel it's safe. And I'm going to say no. And here's why. I think, again, most people will probably not even be aware of this recommendation by the World Health Organization, by the WHO. So why bring it up? I'm not saying we should bury our heads in the sand, but why bring up something negative? If you want to send a mass email to your patients, letting them know that you're doing you know, let them highlight the safety precautions, maybe even do a little video of you and your team in your PPE, let them know that it is safe to go to the dentist. But don't bring up the negative. Why do it? If they hear it on the news and they ask you about it, that's one thing. But the impetus, onus, whatever, is not on you to start bringing up things. It's not, in, in other words, in my opinion, it is not your public duty to make patients aware of this recommendation by the WHO. So why do it at all? I still believe, just like that Reader's Digest article, we all went into a panic, but the fact is, most people probably don't even know about this recommendation. And even if they don't know, it's going to pass. Let them know that it is safe to come to your practice, that you're doing way beyond what the CDC recommends, that you feel safe, your team feels safe, 
your own friends and family members have come in and you wouldn't be open if, it, if you didn't feel it was 100% safe for every single patient. And not only is it 100% safe, but we at our office feel there's a danger in putting off your dental needs, even your preventive visits. That could lead to some really bad health problems in the future, putting off your preventive visits. So let it be known. Get the word out. Okay, cool. Um, so that's how I feel about it. I think most of you will agree how to combat this, uh, this recommendation by the WHO, which leads us to, of course, my favorite part of the Dental Practice Fixers podcast, our secret shopper call. So I kept this in mind with the secret shopper calls, and I brought it up, called Three Offices, said I've heard that the WHO said it's not safe to go to a dental office. What do you think about that? And of course, I was through on my favorite thing, are you taking new patients? Now, any call that starts with the prospective patient saying, are you taking new patients? How could this not end in someone being offered an appointment? No brainer, right? Well, let's find out. I'm going to go over to Command Central here. Queue up call number one. Are you taking new patients? And is it safe to go to the dentist? Okay, let it rip. We will be with you quickly. This call will be recorded to ensure the highest level of customer service. I don't like any call that starts with a pre-recorded message. Thank you for calling. This is Jody. How can I help you? Hey, are you taking new patients? We are. Yeah, we are. I saw on the TV this morning, the World Health Organization said not to come in for cleanings, only for emergencies. What's going on? Is it safe to come in just for a checkup and they cleaning? They said that this morning on on yeah. television? I saw, yeah, I saw it on uh, Good Morning you know. this America, yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> I didn't know that happened, but uh -huh. we're cleaning people every day, all day. So that's, I guess, up to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no one's getting infected. Like you, want to come in or not. you don't think no one's getting infected? Oh, I can't. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't. I don't think so right now. But if one person gets it in the office, I'm sure it would be. But we don't haven't had a problem. Ah, uh, yeah, a little scary. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. Wow, she was sure taken by surprise. What? They said that? Ah, I, I think her reaction scared me. I mean, what? God, geez, that was quite an overreaction. So I didn't care for that. Um, again, something we hear on calls all the time. What's all this yapping in the background? It just, it sounded like a boiler room trying to sell magazine subscriptions. Keep it quiet in there. Jeez. Um, and then... I don't know why she volunteered this information. She said, well, I guess if one person in our office got it, we would all get it. I mean, why bring that up? Such a negative. I mean, I, again, I think she should have addressed it, as I said before. Just say, even if she wasn't aware of it, that's not great. But what the heck? I wasn't aware of that recommendation. But I can tell you, in our office, we're doing everything we can to keep our patients safe. Here's some examples of what we're doing. We feel it's totally safe to come in. And then, of course, the one thing she didn't do, the most important thing, We'd love to see you as a new patient. Can you come in tomorrow at 3? Or if that's not convenient, we've got Monday at 11. Which works best for you? That's the most important thing. So did this patient feel safe about coming in or not? Who knows? We'll never know because they were never offered an appointment. So I hate to say I'm going to have to give this nice person a failing grade. And why do these calls have to start with that pre-recorded robotic message? What a horrible way to start a relationship with a new patient. Okay, gonna have to give her an F. I'm sorry to say, 
I, I, I was kind of amused by the amount of shock and enthusiasm she showed when she heard about this recommendation. I wish she could have continued that enthusiasm through the rest of the call, but instead she just kind of seemed puzzled and clueless. Puzzled and clueless. Wow. Sounds like a sequel to a, an old movie. Okay. Let's go over here to Command Central and queue up call number two. Same setup. Let's see what happens. If you are a new patient, please press one. Existing patients, please press two. If you have. Please hold while I transfer your call. Jeez. What a bad start. And Thank a you for continuing music. to hold. One of our team members. Good afternoon. So Jennifer, how can I help? How can I help you? Hey, are you seeing new patients now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking for a new dentist, but I saw on TV this morning that um, the World Health Organization said we should not be going to the dentist. I'm really confused. Is it safe to go yeah. to the dentist now? It is. It, it's a personal decision, of course. Everyone has to make for themselves, depending what your level of comfort is. We did see that also, and we take every precaution here above and beyond. Um, than what the recommendations are. Um, we go we go steps further to make sure everything's safe. Um, you know, and, and we don't want to get it either. So we make sure that we're protected, we protect patients from other patients and protect the patients from ourselves. Well, great. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, bye. bye. All right. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Again, I, I, it's a tough question. That's why I think that you know, when, you, when you're calibrating your practice and having your team meetings, let's rehearse this question. Let's practice. Let's role play. Let's come up with the best answer. But this just happened. She had to think on her feet. And she wasn't that bad. She said, yes, we saw that recommendation. And we go above and beyond. We feel safe. We want to make it safe for us, for our patients, for everyone. Was it perfect? No. But I'd say she did a pretty good job of thinking on her feet, reassuring the patient, and letting them know that they feel it's safe in their practice. For their safety, for their patient's safety. Not too bad. What happened? She never offered the appointment. Oh, man. She, she just blew it. She did a good job of explaining what was going on. This was a new patient saying, are you taking new patients? And then just like in the previous call, she never offered the appointment. So I did like a lot of things she did, um, but this patient is lost and gone forever. There's no record that they ever called, that they ever existed. As we always say, the docs in the back, grinding out a crown, thinking that their internal marketing, their external marketing is making the phone ring, but this patient never, ever existed. And then they say, oh, I'm doing, you know, SEO or marketing or whatever, and it's not working. Well, it is working. Somebody called. They just weren't offered an appointment. So I'm going to go D minus. I'm in a generous mood today. So not a failing grade, but needs much improvement. Okay, let's do one more call. Same question over to Command Central for call number three. This one took a little bit more of a convoluted twist and turn. So listen up. Can I hold one moment, please? Sure. Immediately put on hold, nothing like that. You know, all three of these calls started with something bad. This, you know, that robotic voicemail, push one, if you're at blah, blah, blah. Now this one goes for the immediate hold, immediately put on hold. and. Kind of this half-assed piano music. I don't know. Could be a good... I do apologize talking about you. Hey, are you seeing new patients in your office? We are. 
And um, I was looking for, looking for a new dentist, but I did see on the news this morning, I don't know if you saw this, the World Health Organization said not to go in to see your dentist now. What's going on with that? Is it safe to go? Well, we are, I mean, they're quadruple PPE'd in the back, their personal protective equipment. Um, we've been open since the last two weeks in May. Mm-hmm. Personal preference. Everybody, some people are running scared and some people are hollering at us that you can't come in. Yeah, I'm not sure where I am. but. Uh... If you're only for cleanings, I can tell you right now, cleanings are going into November, but you did say new patient. New patient exams would be, um, or new patient appointments are examined x-rays only. We do not do cleanings on the first visit. Oh, um, really? Pain, mm-hmm. yeah, we do not, yes. You would have to get the um, exam first so we know what type of cleaning you need. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, I've, I've taken, you know, good care of my teeth, regular visits, but I can't get a cleaning on my first visit? No. That is office policy. You'd have to be seen by the doctor first. And then same day, can I get the cleaning or have to come back for that usually? You would have to come back for that. And right mm-hmm. now we had to reschedule three to four months of hygiene appointments. And then we lost two hygienists in the same breath. So we are, right now are in like middle to the end of November, depending on what time you're looking for. Oh, wow. What, what happened to your hygienist? One went to a different office and another one is, on, she kind of cut her hours down to like one day. Aye. Wow. Close, working closer to home. Yeah. Okay. I understand. All right. Well, hey, thanks so much for all this information. I really appreciate it. Not a problem. All right. Have bye. a good day. You too. Bye. Holy moly, what went right with this call? Did anything go right with this call? I could, well, okay. First of all, she started immediate hold, lousy piano music. Then she came back on. She was, yeah, she was all right. She was nice. Um, I asked her the question and then she said, now she had a chance to say that, you know, this practice was doing really great preventive measures. She said, oh, we're quadruple PPE'd in the back. Now, how many potential new patients know what that means? You know, describe it a little bit more. We're taking the, you know, the the highest level of, of standards to make sure that our infection, whatever, we're going way beyond what the CDC recommends for our infection control here. And that involves, you know, A, B, and C. Or quadruple PPE in the back didn't mean much. Um, and then she said, well, some patients are running scared. Oh, that really makes me feel good. Some patients are running scared. Okay. Then she goes on. And again, this is probably a topic for another day but no cleanings on the first visit. Sheesh. You know, it's really funny. Um, Way back when, when Dave and I first started speaking, writing, uh, you know, helping other dentists, one of our very first articles published in Dental Economics Magazine was about why you should not do cleanings on the first visit. And I got to say, in my practice, and I know in Dave's practice too, we reversed that pretty soon thereafter. I mean, look, in an ideal world, yeah, the first visit's just an exam, radiographs, um, diagnosis and a lot of p- patients need period disease, so it doesn't make sense. I don't, a lot of patients need period disease. A lot of patients need periodontal therapy, so it doesn't make sense to do the cleaning on the first visit. Well, maybe that's in a perfect world, but it's not a perfect world. And I learned really quickly we were losing patients because we were telling people they couldn't get a cleaning on a first visit. It's just not practical. People need to take off work, 
They're accustomed to getting clean. Now, this is not ideal either. And sometimes you'll see a patient with horrible perio disease and in the chair have to explain to them why they can't get a cleaning on the first visit, or maybe the first visit turns into something else, a gross debridement, a really gross one, or you know, just something. But you are losing patients. If and and then why don't you do cleaning? I asked her, why don't you do cleanings on the first visit? It's our office policy. That's a horrible explanation. If you're going to do this, and I'm not recommending doing it, don't don't give a reason that it's our office policy. That makes no sense. You know, somebody's, every other dentist they saw in their life, they got a cleaning on their first visit. We don't do them because it's our office policy. First of all, it shouldn't be. Secondly, if it is, you got to do better than that with an explanation. I think I could talk for much longer on this. So let's make this a topic for a future podcast. And then... Well, we're way behind because we lost two hygienists. Well, that doesn't sound good. Two hygienists just quit your office. Why does she have to bring that up at all? Why bring up anything negative? Now this just makes me think, wow, do I even want to go to this practice? They don't have hygienists. They're hiring new hygienists. Hygienists quit. Why? There's got to be a reason. Boom. Negative, negative, negative. And then, of course, she doesn't offer the appointment. F, you got to fail. I'm so sorry, but I got to give you a failing grade. So, that's how we roll on the Dental Practice Fixers. Thanks so much for listening. Those of you who are watching on YouTube can see that I'm doing this um, episode from my bedroom today, not even my home studio. I'm here in my bedroom. So, hey, little glimpse into, <laughs> into my house. Um, but again, whether you're listening to this on your favorite podcast thing, whether it's Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, all the different ways you can listen to podcasts, or maybe you're watching on YouTube, watching the video, please tell your friends, give us a high rating, make a comment and a thumbs up on YouTube. We'd love to grow our audience for the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. So um, I'm going to enlist your help. Thanks so much for doing that. So again, I am Dr. Richard Maddow. I'm your co-host on the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. If you want to be a guest co-host, send me an email. Send it to rich, R-I-C-H, at maddow, M-A-D-O-W.com. Put guest host in the subject. Maybe you can guest host the Dental Practice Fixers podcast. Thanks for being with us. I will see you next week for the next episode. Until then, be cool, be safe, keep listening. Great to be with you. Thanks so much.